Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. So today with me on the line, I have uh, CFL Grey Cup finalist, Hamilton Tiger Catch wide receiver Mike Jones. I would like to thank him for coming on the podcast today. How are you doing? Let's start off with that. Doing great, man. Doing great. Uh, so who influenced you to start football? Uh, I'd have to say uh, my dad. He uh, he played football, and my grandfather. They both played football, and so it kind of just, you know, at him showing me his his highlights of when he played, it kind of just, you know, inspired me to start playing. Well, that's good. Um, so, but what? So, did your uh, dad or grandpa have any uh, career, uh, like any professional career? No, my dad played at uh, Michigan State, at, in college at Michigan State. So he played there, and then my grandfather played at Colorado State. And uh, they just played in college. They didn't play outside of college. Well, that's all right. Uh, you know, at least it's good for you to see the experience that, you know, your dad and grandpa had for you yeah. to build off of it. So, uh, you know, tell me, how did your uh, CFL path start? Uh, well... So uh, my senior year of college, I um, after it was over, I, you know, I started getting ready for. Um, I originally obviously getting ready for, you know, NFL and trying to do um, go to NFL. And um, a couple of weeks before my pro day, I get a call from an agent letting me know that, hey, you're eligible to be um, drafted in the CFL too since you're born in Canada. So I was like, all right, cool. That's, uh, you know, I, I give that a shot too. The more options, the better. And so they pushed all my, my passport and all that stuff over to the um, CFL offices. I got approved to be drafted in CFL and uh, it went from there. Would you do anything uh, else to change the route that you took? To change the route that I took? Mm, no, I, I mean, no, I wouldn't. I ended up, I've, I've been blessed to to have the opportunity to play in the CFL, and I've had a, a pretty good career so far. And um, so, no, I wouldn't change anything. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe uh, if I could learn a few things a little earlier as far as like technique stuff, but I mean, you're not always able to get the, the coaching that you get, you know what I mean, to learn that type of stuff earlier. You had a breakout year uh, in 2018 with over 800 yards receiving. Uh, what contributed to that success? Um, I would have to say uh, Coach June Jones. He um, he really helped me a lot. I mean, he taught me a lot of different things. And just this the type of offense that he ran was uh, it, it fit my skill set. So I'm, I'm more of a speed guy, down the field type of guy. And uh, he liked to throw the ball down the field. So it, it was a match. And so that just really helped me blossom. So would you say that uh, June Jones, the systems that he implemented were more deep routes? Yes. Yeah. He liked, he liked to put the ball down the field. So a lot, a lot of the stuff he ran were deeper routes. Uh, this year, Dane Evans uh, had to step in after Jeremiah Masoli went down with a season-ending injury. Was there a big adjustment for you? No, not at all. Dane is, uh, is a high-caliber quarterback. He's really good, and I expect him to have a, a great career in the CFL. So there, there was no uh, no adjustment at all. I mean, he, he stepped in and played just as well solely that they both prepare really well. Uh, so you like I said earlier uh, in the in this podcast, uh, you played in the Grey Cup. How much preparation went into that game? You know, uh, it was it was a lot of preparation. You 
but you want to you don't want to um, over prepare. So you kind of you you uh, you realize how uh, how big of a game it is, but at the same time you want to attack it the same way you'd attack any other game during the week. So I mean, we we prepared very well. With, uh, unfortunately, we didn't come out with the win, but it. There's a lot of preparation going into it, but we prepared just as if a regular game of the week, just another game. Were there any sleepless nights heading up to the Great Cup? No, I wouldn't say any sleepless nights. You, you, uh, It's important to get your sleep. If you're not getting your sleep, you're not going to be able to perform. You can't go out there, you know, tired. So, I mean, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't have any sleepless nights. And you play any, so many games, it's just like, you know, kind of you uh, – you get a little little jitters before, right before the game, but you just playing so many games, you just all that goes away eventually of of not being able to sleep and whatnot. Just get used to the the lights, the stage. How does the how does your uh, your own preparation change since it's the Grey Cup? Uh. Nothing really changed. I, I go. I do the same thing every single game. Only thing that changes is the location. But uh, home and away games, I go through the same things. I'll. Uh, so what I'll do is I'll get to the stadium um, about two hours before. I'll. Um, I'll get the band stretch, roll out, do all that type of stuff. Make sure my muscles are nice and loose. And I'll while listening to you know some different music, I'll um, throw on some Drake. Um, I like Kevin Gates. I would listen to that. And then um, go out for warm-ups and whatnot. And then about 15 minutes before before the, uh, before the you go out into the field, I would, you know, pull out my phone and I'll just – I'll watch videos of, of my kids. So I'd watch videos of my son. And just, just to remind you of who you're doing it for and, you know, just to inspire you, just to inspire me. At least that's what, that's what gets me going every game is my – my four-year-old boy and uh, my also my nine-month-old. So I'd watch different different videos of them. Does your family influence you a lot? Would you say? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, especially my my four-year-old. He he would come out to practices and he'd come to all the games and you know he 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 was one of the guys on the team pretty much. So yeah, he he definitely inspired me a lot. And you know. Um, you could see looking into his eyes of how much I inspired him. So, I mean, that, that inspires you even more. Um, during the Grey Cup, you know, this I'm pretty sure this happened in the third quarter. It was in the uh, later half of the game. You suffered a torn labrum and you played through it. How were you able to stay focused on the game and not your injury? Uh, I mean, it was, it was tough. But, I mean, at the same time, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, this is – Last game of the season, it's for the Grey Cup. Do you really want to be on the sidelines watching, or do you want to be out there? And and I just played through the pain, and I, I took some pain pills, and I didn't really feel it too much after the pain pills. So it, was, it wasn't too difficult to play through once I took the pain pills. Were you ever worried that this injury would affect your long-term career? Uh, during the game, no, you don't think about that at all. I mean, during the game. But, I mean... After the game, when I found out I had to have surgery and all that, and yeah, you start to think about it. But I mean, you, it's not like no player has ever been through an, in, uh, an injury where you have to have surgery. So I mean, it's it's uh, it's real common to have you know injuries like that, and you just go do your rehab. And as long as you're doing everything you're supposed to do, then you'll be fine. 
how has the injury been? Like, are you fully healthy now? I'm at about 85% healthy. Um, I'm running routes, catching balls, doing all that stuff. I got pretty much full range of motion, just trying to get back to full strength. But I'm I'm just about there. With with COVID and everything happening, it kind of helped me out, gave me a lot more time to get ready. Uh, you've spent your whole career as a tie cat. What has that experience been like? Uh, it's been a blessing to you know not a lot not a lot of guys have been uh, blessed to be able to get drafted by a team and stay with them their whole career. So I mean, it's been pretty cool. Uh, Hamilton's home for me, so I mean, it's been it's been awesome. The Ticats are hosting the Grey Cup in about I'm pretty sure two years from now. Uh, what what does that announcement mean for you? Uh, well, I mean, it's great for the city of Hamilton. That that'll be awesome for the city. I mean, I just imagine how how dope of an experience and how uh, how lit that stadium will be. I mean. Hamilton is a great uh, fan atmosphere. They have great fans, and, you know, they're rowdy. I'm sure that that game is going to be pumping. Many athletes deal with ups and downs during the season. How do you remain balanced uh, throughout the season? Uh, my family. That's, uh, that's probably pretty much every player's uh, go-to for, you know, remaining key for ups and downs. I mean, Everyone deals with ups and downs. That's that's life. I mean, you think about mm-hmm. people outside of sports. I mean, you nobody's always just you know perfect. So I mean, it's it's just really um, with sports. You know, life helps prepare you for sports because I mean you'll you'll experience ups and downs through life, so you'll be able to handle ups and downs in sports. You spoke about uh, June Jones earlier. Uh, has there been one coaching tip that has stayed with you throughout your career? One coaching tip from June Jones. Ooh, that's tough. He's got. Or some... it could be any coach. It could be from June. It could be from Orlando. Uh, coach O, yeah, Coach O's got a million uh, different coaching tips. His his uh, his famous saying is um, "Play the next play." He's always looking for the next play. So. You make a mistake, you know, you know, in a play, wipe it, go to the next play. You make a great play, wipe it. You still got to play the next one. So, I mean, his, that's his, uh, one of his biggest um, things. And with June, I would say his, his is he spoke a lot about family. So, I mean, he, he really brought that family atmosphere to, to our club. And, and Coach O, he kind of, um, he did the same thing. And he just kept maintaining that whole family atmosphere that June brought. Coach O and Coach June, I believe, were on the same coaching staff for uh, for a couple years or a year. Was it hard to transfer from uh, one head coach to another when they made the switch? Not at all, because they had the same they had the same uh, beliefs. So it was super easy, super easy transfers. Uh, coach O and June had the same beliefs. It's just a matter of of Coach O kind of fine tuning it, and that's why why you saw uh, the team just take off. What's up, buddy? I can't. Yeah, fix it for you. There you go. So, yeah. Uh, so, while you're playing on the road, you've played obviously on the road a bunch of times. Uh, by this point, uh, who would you say has the loudest stadium when playing on the road? The loudest stadium? Uh, I would say hmm, either Sask or Winnipeg, but I'm going to go with Sask. Sask is pretty loud. And does the energy that the fans create, does it mess up the mojo with the offense? Uh, 
kind of like the energy the fans create it gives you more energy but it just it'll the the noise from the fans it'll make things more chaotic so i mean like i'll be standing three feet away from somebody and they're yelling at me and i can't i can't hear a thing they're saying so you kind of you got to use more hand signals in an atmosphere like that with Randy and Brozy postponing the start of the CFL, uh, what in even possibly canceling the season? What are you hoping is the best option? Uh, safety. I mean, I I just want everybody to be safe, and you know, you, you'd hate to see something happen to a fan or a player at a game. You know, say we were to play and someone gets COVID or something like that. So I mean, safety, and you know, hopefully this whole thing passes up real quick, and uh, we'll be able to play. And final question here, uh, what would be your advice for aspiring football players that may look up to you? Uh, my best advice to give for an aspiring football player is just to keep working. I mean, even if even if you're not good enough today, you can always be good enough tomorrow. So just keep working every day and, you know, get, get better. Just take one step at a time. All right, well, that will do it here for this edition of the podcast. I'd like to thank, again, Mike Jones, wide receiver for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, for coming on. Oh, no problem, man.